All right, welcome back to the Hunting Roots Podcast, brought to you by OnX. I'm your host, Brody Swisher, and my co-host tonight is my firstborn son, Aiden. Aiden Brody Swisher, man. How in the heck are you this evening? I'm doing good. How was work tonight? It was, it was all right. Kind of slow. We had a lot of stuff to do, so that always makes it a little bit slower when you get a list, but it wasn't bad. Knocking out the chores and the IGA. Paris IGA is where Aiden works, so if you're in the area... And you want to shop at the local, family-owned grocery store. Support these guys. Great people. What's his name? Jeremy. Jeremy Lindsay. Jeremy Lindsay. Awesome dude. He supports some great causes around Paris, Tennessee. He's always hooking us up with stuff for events. He's a big supporter of the NWTF programs we do and food for those. And so, just an awesome dude. So, y'all stop in at IGA. I know some people say, man, it costs more. or They don't have this or that or... Whatever, man. Support your local people like him. He's an awesome dude. Awesome business. And you get to see Aiden working up there doing all his little stuff. He's always got some things going on, whether he's up front working with the ladies, helping bag groceries, whether he's stocking all the stuff or just running errands. And so he's he's got to be one of the top employees. Avery, his sister, was by the testimony of the boss man, one of the, what he say, top ten? Top ten. Top ten or top five, Avery, yeah. and uh, which that's understandable. But Aiden is working towards that that position. I can see it right now. He's he's getting in good with the boss man. So, anyway, man, I appreciate your time jumping in here tonight. We're going to do pretty quick, uh, do a pretty quick recap of this week. And we've just kind of been bringing some hunt reports. And tonight, though, is, is a, you know, a special night just because we have – the opportunity to recap today's hunt, and it was a good one. And I had the opportunity to punch buck tag for here in Tennessee, and we had a heck of a hunt, man. We've had these last few days have just been wide open with activity, and and just every sit, I think we've been seeing bucks. And you you hunted yesterday by yourself, went out when I had to get some work done, and you had some bucks chasing. But it's been cool, and uh, just just to see it happen. And I know for you. Uh, it's been one of those things where you, you've got to this year see things and hear things that you've never experienced in the woods. And this season has been, I think, you know, just a chance for us to hunt together more than we ever have because of your school situation and being able to do virtual stuff. And uh, we've been able to spend a lot of time in the woods and, and during the rut we've been hunting every morning. So that's awesome. And uh, the principal probably doesn't appreciate those mornings that you don't get to clock in or sign in or whatever but it's all good and and we've had some great times just to be in the woods like i said pretty much every day during the rut but what in your mind looking back are some of the highlights of these last few days maybe this last week some of the things that you looking back over your hunts kind of some of the coolest things you've seen like i said i know you've heard some things you haven't got to hear before maybe seen some things just seeing the the full impact of the rut granted it's been small bucks for the most part for us uh, up until today, but anything in your mind sticks out, Aiden, as far as just some of the coolest stuff you've seen or heard in the last few days, a week or so of hunting the rut here in Tennessee? Yeah, two things. Uh, first one's when we went behind the house by myself, I think yesterday. Um, I got to see a buck chasing a group of does for the first time, and I'd never seen that happen before. And yeah. it was really cool. He was chasing. He grunted twice real quick. So that was really cool. Um, I think the other time was when we were hunting one of our uh, favorite spots, farm, and uh, yeah, don't say no names now. We don't yeah. don't tell anybody's names. 
I was just sitting up there in a tree and heard a buck grunt for the first time. That was the first time I've heard it grunt yeah. at all. Like, I've never heard a buck grunt while I'm hunting, so that was really cool to hear it yeah. grunt. And I, I think that's probably my two favorite things of hunting this past week. Yeah, just just hearing it. Like I said, just hearing those sounds. You know, we pretty much every deer hunter out there carries a grunt call in his or her pack, and that's kind of what we have. We, that's standard equipment. You got a grunt call. You know what a grunt call sounds like. But a lot of people, you know, they blow on that grunt call every year all the time, but they've never heard the sound of a grunt, and and that's been the case for you. You know, you've had the call, you've blown the call and for a number of years now, but this year being the first year you've actually seen it and heard it and watched that buck chase, and again, just little small bucks, year-and-a-half-old bucks, but sometimes those guys put on the best show, and you got to hear that buck's grunt right here at the house and by the food plots, and then... Uh, out on the other you know farms with some friends we hunt and it's been cool and it has been just really wide open i've had a lot of buddies from across the state and here locally just say man do you see anything is the rut going on have we missed it is it over is it here yet and a lot of people just asking because they're not seeing the activity but man for us it has just turned on in this last really this last week i started looking back this last week and it's just been just been that you and i've gone and i'd say this last week is when it's really just turned on every hunt we've had bucks chasing and uh you hear them coming you hear the woods just lighting up leaves crashing and and then here comes a doe maybe two does and then there's that buck man he's he's right there you can just count on it i've had several times you've sent me a message and said hey i just had a doe run through and i follow up with man hey be ready because that buck's coming sure enough here he comes a minute later so that has been cool for you to to, to hear your first grunts this year and, and watch the impact of the rut, watch those bucks doing what they naturally do, what God has made them to do, and that's to make babies. And uh, it's a cool experience just to be there and see it unfold in the whitetail woods. And, and we we really dream about it. I don't want to say we live for that because uh, that's not the grand – in the grand scheme of things, that's, that's a pretty small part of the deal. But, I mean, we do as hunters, we dream about that and look forward to that all year long the rut and seeing it happen watching it unfold and so it's good times and so today as we record this november 16th this probably be going up tomorrow but just want again have a, a quick recap today was was one of those cool hunts and just like we've seen uh like i said over this last week uh, the bucks were doing their thing chasing aiden tell me about your hunt and how it started off because i walked you in we walked into a spot that you hunted the other day for the first time the other day we got in there and you had some action saw some stuff had some bucks chasing does had some close encounters we went right back to the same two spots because i went up to a little ladder stand the other day and same place i hunted today and the other day i saw uh, bucks chasing saw a good shooter buck on the neighboring farm watched him run across the crp field chasing another buck and a doe hot pursuit and so uh, we went right back in there to get back in that action. Because, I mean, here's the deal. You know, these bucks are chasing. When they're in a hot spot and, and it's happening, there's a doe that's popping and she's she's in estrus and ready to be bred, those bucks know about it. Every buck in town's going to know about it, and so they're going to be there. And it's going to be a matter of just a couple of days, and he's going to spend those, you know, 24 to 48 hours, whatever it is, 36 hours, he's going to spend with her, and then he's gone. And, I mean, he's taken off and – um He's moving on, find the next doe. And so you've got to, when it's hot, you see that action running, they're wide open chasing what appears to be a hot doe. You need to stand there and, and stay after it because that doe may only have, like the other day, you know, saw some smaller bucks, but 
that bigger buck's going to find him. He's going to move in and, and get in on the action. And so you just got to ride it out when it's happening. You got to be there as much as you can. And that's kind of what we've been trying to do It's just to hunt the mornings, come home, get some work done midday, and then get back out there in the afternoon. And it's tough, man. It's tough on mama. And she's, she's like I said today, you know, she's been anxious for us to kill one, not just to kill one, but so we can get the monkey off the back and get some other stuff done besides being focused so much and consumed so much with chasing deer. But, we went in the other day, though, to this spot, and I want you to just kind of share um, today as we followed up, went back to the same spot we hunted the other day. Things happened pretty quick for you. What what did it look like for you, sound like for you right off the bat? Yeah, right off the bat, I had a, uh, a doe on my right, and I, I didn't hear her walk up, but I just heard her blow at me, and I'm not sure if I got downwind or if she got downwind of me or – yeah. If she saw me moving around while I was still trying to get my stuff out, and I don't know what happened there, but she blew twice, and that's all I heard of her. And not long later, I saw two coyotes come about 40 or 35 yards away, and I was trying to lip squeak them in, try and get them a little bit closer into bow range. And they, uh, they got about 30 yards away, and trying to decide whether I'd want to shoot them or not, I had my bow ready. I was trying to range them. They, one of them was staring at me, and one of them was starting to walk away, and they both just, or that one just turns, and they walk off and towards the field. We had to talk about this a little while ago. I was telling John Paul, because I got on to you pretty good about the fact you didn't shoot at a coyote 30 yards. You got a coyote 30 yards away, and you got to be sending that arrow, man. That's, that's, like, that's like uncalled for to let a, a coyote get in and out with your bow hunting. And not to send it, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you've got to, you you've got to make that happen. Thirty yards. And what was your reason for not shooting? I don't have a uh, squirrel slash coyote arrow. You yeah, you didn't have a, you didn't have a scrapper arrow, and that's what I told John Paul earlier. I said, man, that boy had two coyotes come, two coyotes come in on him, and thirty yards. And I get it, thirty yards. You know, maybe I've seen you shoot thirty yards smooth money all day long so it's not like that's too far a shot but i mean it coyote at 30 yards out there it's getting pretty small target but you were wanting to get him a little tighter but i told john paul earlier i said i know what the deal is he's got two coyotes come in bow range he didn't shoot and i know what it is it's you had to buy your arrows for the first time mm-hmm. and how much you spent on six pack arrows uh i think it was 60 for four of them oh just four okay yeah. you bought four for 60 bucks maxima reds and here's the deal uh, you know I've been buying arrows for Aiden for years, and we have some great sponsors that we get arrows from and different things. And um, a lot of the arrows in the past have been arrows that I broke and then cut them down to his size. But now he's getting more of these man-sized arrows and stuff. And so we've had to uh, use some different things, buy some different things, get some different things, whatever. But these kids, my kids, they, they are probably like a lot of other kids, they – they don't look hard for the arrows. If they miss the target, they bounce it off the target, bury it up in the grass or in the leaves. They don't look hard for arrows, right? Because if daddy's paying for them, what do you do? You just go get you some more, mm-hmm. right? Yep. If it's on my dime, you, you're thinking, well, dad, I need some more arrows. Dad, I need some more arrows. I lost another arrow. Pop me another arrow in a quiver, dad. I need another one. And finally, I got to where we were running out of arrows as far as stuff that I had for them. And Aiden, I think he missed a deer earlier in the season or lost an arrow or something. And, He's like, I'm down a couple errors. I only got another error or two. And I was like, you're going to have to run to the store. So he 
he went to sporting goods store. We didn't have time to wait a week or whatever to, for us to order some and get some in. So he goes to sporting goods store and buys them a four pack, four arrows for sixty bucks. So now it's a whole different ball game. Now Aiden's not just flinging arrows at squirrels and birds and every little crap that walks by. He's gotten a little more conscious about it, and he has two coyotes coming up out there, and he's sitting there thinking dollar bills now. Instead of shooting just a coyote and flailing an arrow across there, he's realizing, man, I can't just sling that. I, I got to keep these arrows. These are expensive arrows, and so that's what it was. You had them coyotes out there. You're thinking, man, I, I might lose a maximum red, but my man, I'm telling you, always just send it. We'll buy more arrows So for the future. Got to shoot a coyote, man. I've only had one coyote in bow range this year. He got in and out on me while I had my bow on the ground still for an afternoon hunt a week or so ago. But I love shooting a coyote, so don't ever hesitate. Arrow, broadhead, whatever, just let it eat, man. Send it on. Them coyotes are fun to shoot. They're about as fun as anything out there. And uh, you get a coyote in bow range, that's a pretty cool deal. It's a heck of a trophy in and of itself. So you had the coyotes come through. They got in, they got out. Then what happened? Anything for deer after that? Yeah, I had a deer on my left, and it it was weird. I was rattling, and it kind of came up, and I think it must have saw me moving or something, and it kind of blew at me once, ran up, you know, about 70 yards between me and Dad. We're both pretty close. Yeah. So it ran between me and Dad, and it just kind of stands there for a little while and I'm trying to figure out where it went and I lost him and I guess he went up towards you behind you maybe and I guess you tried to push him back to me and that's when you saw your other deer yeah but uh yeah there was two deer hanging out there was like a little spiker a little forky or something and then um I kept seeing him running back and forth down through the woods and then I saw this other buck and it looked like a five or six kind of a wider frame but he was just like a five or six and he comes out of the field i'm hunting over a, a pasture up there that's just a grown up it's been several years since it's been mowed so it's just grown up tall and you really don't see these deer coming through it until they're just right on top of you or they clear it or maybe you see an ear flicker out there you know or just tines sticking up in the broom sage and that buck that five six pointer he he just appears out of the out of the field and just he's walking out there on my left about 20 yards he goes into the woods i'm thinking man you need to get down there to Aiden and so they did him and that other buck the two of them circled behind me headed towards you and I think that might have been when I mentioned you just or sent you a text said dude you need a rattle there's some bucks up here and mm-hmm. uh, they went by and again I don't know if they boogered up I mean the wind was good for it but I don't I don't know what what the deal was they saw you or you know whatever there's something they didn't like and they come running back out well then it wasn't no time later those deer leave you come back out I think that's all you saw for the day. Maybe you saw that other spike, but I turn around and look back out in the field in front of me, and I see two little deer coming out of the woods or out of the field there as well, and I see just little spikers. And these two spike bucks walk up 15, 20 yards kind of over to my right on the edge of this field. I'm just hunting in a little oak tree, big oak tree, little ladder stand. It's just a buddy stand I put up a couple years ago for me and Remy and you guys to hunt out of for gun season, but we really never have because the field's so grown up you can't really see much. But this year, man, it's turned on. Those bucks are just bedding out there in that field, and those there's just beds everywhere in that grown-up field. And some briars coming up in it, and it's just perfect bed area. Well, I look out there 15, 20 yards to my right, and here come these two little bucks out of the field. They walk up there the edge, and, man, they start sparring. They just come together and pop them heads together, and you can hear them little tines, them little spiker tines tickling and just kind of popping and doing their thing. And 
they I videoed them for a minute or so, and they're doing their deal. They kind of break up. One buck goes back into the broom stage field. The other one heads into the woods towards you. And so I'm thinking, man, this buck needs to go on down. I'm just begging you. I know you said I ain't shooting a spike. And like, please kill him, Aiden. Shoot this spike. And I think I just messaged you. I turned around, had my, my phone in my hand. I turned around back to the field. And dang, if there ain't that buck standing there, good buck standing there, 15 yards right there in front of us, 15 yards right there, wide open in front of me, just a little bit to my left. And he's just walking down the edge of this field. It's just kind of a uh, trail, you know, old tractor trail or whatever. On this thinned out on the right next to the woods, and then right there on the edge of that where it starts into the broom sage. Man, he's standing there. And I, my first thought was like, here he is. You know, this is this is a deer I've been waiting for. Here he is. This is a good buck, and I've been seeing year and a half old bucks for a month now. And here's a here's a mature deer standing here at 15 yards, and I just freaked because I thought, man, I'm busted. There ain't no way he's gonna just just sit there and not see me because I'm in this little buddy ladder stand. It ain't but 15, 17 foot up. Nothing between me and him. Sun shining on and just pretty as can be. And he's walking across. I ease my hand up. I got my bow perfectly hanging right out in front of me on a limb, on a hanger. Grab it off. And as I'm grabbing it off and pulling it down, he kind of catches something, looks up there in my direction. And it's kind of like he's looking past me but looking right there through me, whatever. And I just freeze, and I thought, this is it. He's busting me. I'm done. There ain't no way this is going to happen. He's got me. He's picked me out. And he just looks at me for a second. And, again, I'm in a big oak tree that's got me covered good from my backside. I got a little cedar tree to my right. So I guess just enough cover there that I've been blended in well. And then he just kind of kicks back, looks back down, and starts walking again. I mean, I just come in one motion, come to full draw, reach over that rail that's around that ladder stand. And, man, I'm just – just scramble mode, trying to get that pin on him. I think I just kind of, you know, just give him a little, you know, just a grunt or something, just real soft. Because that was the last thing. That close, I did not want to blow him out. But I wanted him to stop. I know a lot of people try to just shoot that walking shot, but I wanted that sucker stopped. And So I did a little quick soft grunt at him. He stopped 15 yards, man. Got my pin dialed, set down in there, and just sent it. And, uh, man, it felt good. It looked good. And he took off across that field just – mowing that broom sage down just you get to see and that old butt just doing that death run and in my mind that's what i was seeing is that death run and just just mowing it down and just getting low to the ground see that old tail just scrambling you know when you when you put that death shot on them that tail you can tell a lot by that tail that tail is just doing that just beating it you know instead of that tail up wagging and flagging and all that stuff i mean when he's hurt good, you can just see that that tail's just like it's trying to hold his butt up, man, and and just just scrambling, and that's what he was doing. And he takes off across there about 70, 80 yards, and then all went quiet. And then all of a sudden, I heard one final, one final shush, you know, just crash, like he stopped and then fell over. And uh, man, I was so good, tore up. I tried to text you, and I'm sitting there shaking so bad I couldn't hardly get it out. And it was the coolest thing in the world. So we got our stuff. I called you, get you to come up, and um, we looked for blood a little bit, and that's hard to find blood in that big old tall grass. And uh, we found a little blood and then just started easing our way down, following the trail that I thought he went on and got down there. And, man, there he was, 75, maybe 80 yards, and uh, just a nice buck. He's probably your classic Tennessee three-year-old and uh, just a good deer. Mature deer and, and just, just a perfect deer for me, man. I'm not one of these guys. You know, a lot of people, 
I was talking with a buddy today. A lot of people want to hold out, and they say, man, I'm, I'm looking for that booner and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, we live in West Tennessee, and there are some good deer killed from time to time here. But if you're holding out for some of these bucks you see on outdoor TV, if you're holding out for this stuff, you see the guys in the Midwest, you know, shooting, you're going to be few and far between on punching tags. And, man, I, I just like shooting deer. I like shooting deer. I mean, I love killing the big buck, but I don't mind shooting these average size bucks young bucks whatever i just like shooting i like punching tags i like eating deer meat i like making photos i like telling stories and so a buck comes along like this man he got me fired up and jacked up i was just um excited for the encounter man that's always been my thing if it gets me riled up my heart's racing gets me excited i'm gonna send it and uh so that was cool deal this morning got down there and found that buck and and he just piled up and crashed and all that tall stuff and briars and it was just a cool, cool deal, man. And I, like I told you, man, Aiden, I, I wish it had been you because I know we've been trying to get you on the buck and you've had a heck of a season, some crazy encounters, deer closer than I've ever seen people get close to. I mean, you've had deer at five yards on a handful of times from the ground, ground pounding. So, I mean, you've had a great season. Just finishing it has uh, been tough at times. And so it's been one of those years where as many encounters as a person could have and not kill one. Uh, and we're going to talk more about that later on. But it's uh, it's been fun, man. I just enjoy being with you. I wish it had been you. I wish you would have switched seats this morning, and and I do mean that. I mean, I, I, a lot of people say that, but I mean that because, I, I, you know me, I've been wanting you to get on a buck and kill one or a doe or whatever, and, and it's going to happen, and um, no doubt about it. But And I even thought about this morning. We talked about that. You remember I said, you want to go sit up there, and I'll sit down here, and you're like, oh, we'll just stick with the same deal. And uh Today could have been your time if you'd have set up there in the ladder stand. Yeah. Could have been your time, but it was good. I don't mind. I don't mind playing first string up there, going to bat. It was good for me too, so I enjoyed it. I was due for a good bow kill. It's been a few years since I've got to kill one, other than velvet hunts in Kentucky, Tennessee buck uh, with the bow. So that was a fun deal, man. And again, I just thank God for it. You know, we sit up there and talk about it and. Uh, I was reading a passage this morning that said, I rise before the dawning of the morning and cry out for help. I hope in your word. And that's uh, the verse I read before the sun ever came up this morning. It was kind of a uh, pretty cool deal just to read that. And, and I've read that passage many times. It's kind of oftentimes been my battle cry when I'm in the woods and just uh, getting out there as hunters. That's what we do. We rise before the dawning of the morning. We get out there and our hope ought to be in God, our hope for the hunt, our hope for success, our hope for life, our hope for our families, our hope for our health, everything in life. We ought to be hoping in him and his promise and his word, God's word. And uh, it was just a cool experience this morning to be able to just sit there in that tree stand and, and to read that passage before the sun ever came up. And And I just remember praying to God, saying, Lord, I, I do. I hope in your word. I hope in what you have to say. I hope in the promise you have for my life. And uh, we prayed before we left, man. I put my arm on your shoulder, put my hand on your shoulder, and said, man, Lord, give us opportunities. Keep us safe. We pray that every time. Keep us safe. We pray for opportunities. Put deer in our path, Lord, and, and um, just help us to send it when the time comes. And and we prayed that this morning. And so God answered that for for me anyway. And uh, and so it was a cool cool thing just to, to be there and, again, just to hope in his word and see that come to fruition. And uh, so I thank God for it. I thank God for the opportunity, just a chance to, just to see it and experience it one more time. And I don't take that, take that for granted. It's uh, a lot of people don't have the strength and the health to hunt, climb tree stands, 
hiking in and out of the woods, and, and that's something we ought to never take for granted. It's just the ability that we have, the physical strength that we have to do it and just to see it in our eyes, to hear it with our ears, and um, just the beauty and the majesty of the rut, man. There is nothing like it. And so I thank God for it every time. I thank God for the chance to be with you. And I'm um, looking forward to these next few days, man. We're getting ready to have an exciting, exciting few days doing something we've never had the chance to do before, a special hunt coming up. And we're not even going to talk about it until next week and uh, hopefully have some unique stories to share next week for a cool hunt that we're getting ready to get into these next few days. So, Aiden, I love you, man. Proud of you. Thanks for helping me drag another deer out of the woods this year. Yep. It's good to have you around when uh, the old man killing these deer and have a – Dud, like yourself, to help me drag them out and throw them on the hitch off. So you keep riding along with me, and uh, I'll keep letting you drag my deer out. Yep, I will. I love you, buddy. Love you too, Dad. Guys, that's it for this one. Appreciate you uh, listening. Once again, just a quick hunt recap. And, uh, again, it's been great to be able to be in the woods with my son, my firstborn son, Aiden, and uh, just enjoying the time, making memories, always chasing these memories, something we look back on and uh, cherish forever. So, encourage you to do the same get out there with friends family whoever it is make those memories create those stories and tell the story man always tell the story share the story with others we look forward to seeing you right back here next time shoot straight god bless